goblins and witches, wyverns, gnolls, and liches. You know my D20's been cast, cause it's a podcast. H three five, you got the caster's disease. Weird income, hard to sign up for a lease. Trolls come by the hair thick with grease. But when they shout out the insults, it's your goat they're trying to give. Yeah. Just remember that Swablu's the cutest poke, yeah. It's Teenage Dirtbags. Hey, everybody, it's Teenage Dirtbags. I'm Brayden Cameron. With me, as always, Gary Butterfield. How are you doing, Gary? Hey, Brayden. You know what I like about Garrity's? You know what? One of the things is that uh, when you, you resist the... Uh, the urge to use choruses mm. like that cut off right before like the breakdown. Yeah. 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 I like it. I, that song, the thing is like the chorus is basically the first verse. So I, I had no idea what's going on structurally yeah. with this song. Of course we're talking about the new radicals. Uh, you get what you give. There's a new radicals there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you it's, remember it's the, these guys? Yeah. They're rebooting the 1950s the old radicals? doo-wop band. <laughs> yeah. Radicals. Abby Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> Allen Ginsberg. Yeah. And Kinsey. <laughs> the old radicals. <laughs> yes. Tune in and just drop out if you please. Yeah. Uh so we're talking yeah, we're talking about uh, get what you give by the new radicals here on Teenage Dirtbags. Yeah. We watched the video, Gary. We've got things to talk about. Yes. Um before we get into it, I feel like I should be asking, what you snacking on? You snacking on anything? Well, uh, Gary, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta let you know. I'm not snacking on anything currently, but you're sitting in my room. You're looking around. You're seeing all the snacks that are here. That's why I, I asked. I've been, I've been, as you know, playing a lot of Fallout New Vegas for WAF, for mm-hmm. the WAF episode coming up. So I've got some Cheez Its. I've got some chewy sour sweet tarts. Um, in a, in a, I also have some. Um, some toffee that I <laughs> I just got, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll be fooled by the empty bag of Cheetos that's there. But that I, was from a previous. Adventure. I could tell that that bag of Cheetos no longer serves its original purpose and been repurposed as a general bag. It is a like you brought yeah. laundry in it or something. Yeah, no, it's garbage. Yeah, garbage is in it now. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to snack shame you. Yeah, I also snacked while uh, playing New Vegas. Yeah, and well, while watching uh, this video the first time. <laughs> <laughs> not the third time or yeah, fourth no. time. Um, boy, these guys. Yeah, we're, it's where do you even start? Uh, I guess the beginning. I, w- I want to start with how, yeah, the beginning and uh, this guy, uh, Mr. New Radical. Mr. New Radical. What is his name again? Um, I, I, I will find out here in, in uh, <laughs> one moment. Just go ahead and well, Johnny, some dead air. Johnny New Radical um, shows up in a mall wearing his signature bucket hat and oversized blue coat with a racing stripe. Um, Greg Alexander. Greg Alexander. This song is five minutes long, Brady. <laughs> it did seem long, doesn't it? Yeah, that's a that's long. Um, Greg Alexander, and he begins singing about how um, teenagers are need to wake up because they've got a dreamer's disease. Yes, which uh, which love it or hate it. It. Oh, I hated it. 
<laughs> okay, Gary, Dreamer's Disease. Is that a Lovecraft thing? It sounds like it, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. That seems like something that, like, it's either a Dreamer's Disease or it's it's like Dropsy or something. Sure. Where it's... Consumption. It, yeah, consumption. It's like a 1940s or like an 1890s term for, like, just feeling sleepy after allergies. Like yeah. a big allergy attack. <laughs> it's like, like, oh. like a case of the Dreamer's Disease. <laughs> yeah. Can you cure him, Doctor? Of course not. <laughs> of course not. What year do you think it we is? We have to drill a hole in his head to let <laughs> yeah. the demons out. Well, do we, can we what him? Uh, <laughs> yeah. This word, I don't know it. Um, yeah. But uh, so they've got the dreamer's disease, and it's basically the premise of the song and, and also the video is uh, teenagers are being oppressed by the government rich people i I wish it was corporations (laughs) i wish that was what it was it's much more like they're just being oppressed by the general idea of adulthood yeah it seems that way it's it's just like and and maybe you know when i was younger i even when the song came out i was 18 so i was not on board for this maybe when i was was, there's a kid who's just like yeah man Mm -hmm. yeah but we're both men in our mid-30s yeah uh, we're the future of America. Yeah. And, uh, and we have been for quite some time <laughs> and we will continue to be so. And uh, I can't get on board with this anymore. Like the kids in the new radicals seem like the villains in this video and song to me. Yeah. And, you know, I'm with you and, and we can get more into depth about it. But it's this kind of idea where like, I don't I think what they're trying, what Greg Alexander is trying to reach for. And it's this kind of like this, this weird arc in this song where it's about like smashing the uh, smashing Mercedes Benzes and yep. kicking people's asses fight club asses yeah. and like that sort of like freedom that comes with being a teenager but then also like this hopefulness that's like your world's a pile of garbage because you're going your body's going through a lot of changes right now yeah and uh, <laughs> man i would like that first and I'm, here. I'm right with you your body's full of hormones yeah. hair where there wasn't hair, um, <laughs> you got some down there. Uh, it, I mean, there's a little bit that's about just testosterone being a nightmare. Yeah, you know, and 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 the and the like. But uh, it's like it's the it sets up this premise like, hey kids, you're angry for no reason. Yeah, and then it just says that over and over and over for the whole song until eventually it gets to its its actual condemnation part, which we should save because it's the climax of the video and this podcast. Right, and it, it, but it is it is like you're angry for no reason, uh, but I've got your back. Sure, yeah, but you shouldn't like you you should you shouldn't have these kids back. Like they're yeah. angry for no reason, and they shouldn't be. They just need to learn some yeah. perspective. I think I, I read in the in song meanings, you know, from the song meaning site that it was like Greg, Greg Alexander grew up in an affluent neighborhood, but he was poor or he was solidly middle class. Oh no! And you know, I oh, think that pupper. was the sort of thing where he was, you know. This is him lashing out for his his teenage angst of of uh, having a not great car. Oh man, you know my heart goes out to this guy. No, no, I I know I, I'm not I'm not yeah I'm I really hate him. I, <laughs> the, <laughs> like, it's not you. I'm not mad at you, Brayton. Right. I just uh, watching this video and, and this song has always been uh, had that kind of sneering youthfulness i've always thought was kind of like distasteful and annoying yeah it's a it's a classic piece of teenage dirtbag fodder for us because it's the like guy in his late 20s that looks like he's in his 30s yes singing about how what it's like to be a teenager yes um and and 
I don't get it. I think the part, I think with teenage dirtbags though, because this, this forms uh, what we like to call our uh, double bucket hat, double, double bucket hat duology <laughs> duo. Yes. Uh, is that, that's just like a love song, you know? Mm. And I can get behind that. Like, yes, he's 30 and he, it's a love song for teens in high school, but like, yeah. whatever. Uh, this just having this kind of like Fight Club Junior yeah. uh, perspective makes it way more eye rolly to me. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the lord of the flies what happens in the video video so it's in a mall yeah and at first they're just playing until he whips off his hat and it's like oh shit yeah uh, things are real there's no guitar but the guitar but, <laughs> but nobody else in this band like can do you imagine that was alexander just being like no don't look at the camera this is really kind of what it comes down to is is the band is hardly seen uh, they never like they're always in the background um for the majority of it it's just greg alexander sometimes it's the guitar and the bass player rarely it is the guitar the bass and the drummer it looks like conan o'brien ultra rare is when they include the keyboardist which up until the fourth time that we watched this i didn't even realize one was there and two was a lady there's a there's keyboard on every note in the song (laughs) it is just a ding 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 yeah for the entire thing so ding 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 um, ding. uh so he's just you know hey look sad don't look at the camera yeah we're in a mall yeah and, and then uh, he gives the magic. Well, okay. So what you see is Project you Mayhem see some kids, some kids want, wandering around the mall, and then there's like adults scowling at them and looking <laughs> grumpy, and they're like, "Why are you kids here?" Yeah, why would kids be in a mall? That's we oh, all t- oh. have our jobs <laughs> to be here. Yeah, um, and it, it does. It looks like that for a few of them. Yeah, and then he gives the signal, and the kids go ape shit. Yeah. They, get, they 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 ruckus. They're like, dude, ruckus, ruckus, dude, dude, ransack, ransack, bro, bro. and bro, ransack. And then they they just that's the code word. Yeah. Uh, and all hell breaks loose as they proceed to abuse and violate the civil rights of a bunch of people whose only crime it is is owning a house. Yeah, their their big crime is being there and looking disdainfully at teenagers, which quite frankly I've been doing since I was fourteen. I. <laughs> Yeah, I hated 16-year-olds as a, as a 12-year-old yeah. and as a 16-year-old and then further as like a 24-year-old. And I definitely got to that point in my in my early 30s where I was like, oh, I'm afraid of groups of teenagers now. Oh, yeah. That's what that's what they think. They, they think the adults are looking with, with contempt. It's really just fear. Yeah. You know, it's 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 uh, it's fear and ignorance. They're just like, how do you even like if I look at you wrong, are you going to Snapchat your dick at me or something? Like, how does this work? I watched a nightline. And <laughs> like, you know, I, I saw some kind of thing about about sex. Are you going to are you going to Instagram yeah. my cuck? Like what what's going to happen? I don't, I don't really know, know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what they're thinking. But for the crime of like just being adults, like I don't I don't like wealthy people uh, in general. Like I have a hard time relating to them. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to do what these teens did, which at first starts off as just kind of gentle harassment right. and kind of chasing them. And the adults instantly, they're not like, well, what, what's going on? They know, like, it's yeah. like, they're just like, oh, shit. They it's instantly go into mega panic mode and start yeah. running through the, the halls. Um, and, and they're getting chased by scooters, which includes the bass player riding a scooter. And he gets like a real close face shot where he just looks concerned. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't scooted before. Yeah, well, it, it's, I don't even know. Like, it, I don't know if there was supposed to be the subplot where he was the voice of reason, like, <laughs> where he's the piggy. Yeah, like, he's, he's going to hold things down. Yeah. With, with the rhythm section and Greg the, Ele- yeah, Greg the reason section. Is, is yeah. the, I don't know, whoever it was that dropped the boulder on him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, all the, all the other lords of the flies. Yeah, all the other fly um, lords. 
so so they they do the the single best thing that these teens do is they uh, let all these dogs loose. They're all yeah. these dogs in kennels in the middle of the mall because they're liberating. Them. They, well, th- see, I thought that, and we talked about that. I I think that they didn't do that for the dogs. I think they just needed the cages. Yeah, I don't think they care about dogs. Yeah, because there's no there's no shots of like the young radicals just playing with pups. <laughs> I know like the, the young radicals is that the the teenagers or the yeah. young radicals? <laughs> the young radicals. Yeah, uh, under the the they're the wards of the new radical. Yeah, new radical prime. <laughs> um so it's like they just needed the cages because they can't run around with the dogs but they don't uh you know they don't seem interested in the dog's best interest like those dogs are probably thirsty and hungry Mm -hmm. yeah you're right but i mean luckily there's a whole food court that now has been abandoned and turned upside down well we we had to we'll get to that but but so so we just get like the most joyous thing you see in this video is a bunch of dogs running around yeah uh, prior, including a man in a like a bulldog, uh, like mascot outfit, which is still very weird. Fun. It, it's 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 very The Shining, um, and uh, so now that they have these empty cages, what do you do with them? Oh, you have to put a businessman inside of it. You start sticking adults in cages, like uh, uh, Brayden. I think it is time for one of our our favorite segments. Sure, uh, looking back on film. <laughs> Uh-huh. Colon, the rewind factor. Okay. Please be kind. Um, so on this episode of Looking Back on Film, mm-hmm. the rewind factor, uh, how recently have you seen Being John Malkovich? Oh, boy. I would say it's probably been at least five years, probably closer to ten. So ten years. Uh, I mean, I guess that wasn't when it came out, but it was you know about like it was like five years after it came out. Yeah. It came out in the late nineties, early two thousands, I think. Um, when I saw it, I was just like, "Oh, this is great! I really love Char- Charlie Kaufman." Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't come away from it thinking anything was was weird. When I watched it as an adult, I realized every character in that movie is awful. Yeah. Because when I watched it at first, I had a lot of sympathy for uh, Cusack in it. Yeah. However, he tapes his girlfriend's hands together and sticks her in a monkey's cage. Yeah. For days on end. Yeah, uh, he's the villain. He's a gross person. He's very well. I mean, and a lot of people are really gross in yeah. it. Like it's literally everyone except for John Malkovich is kind of a bad person. Yeah, in the movie. Uh, and Charlie Sheen and, and Machine. Machine yeah. is he's, <laughs> Machine. He's uh, he's fine, but everyone else is uh, is is pretty pretty gross. But I'm just saying that like the idea of putting somebody in a kennel, like never okay. Yeah, like never okay. Not new radicals. Okay. No. Uh, or young radicals or new radical prime you know he can't be responsible for all of their actions he set them loose (laughs) i think that's exactly why he can be responsible for all their actions i didn't know this would happen i thought they'd be respectable teens yeah he's just like they're all just gonna go get jobs like if they all just ran with the same enthusiasm to go fill out applications no this is the reason we got the the w2 disease right this is reason why we keep teenagers oppressed is this video exactly i mean this does not make a good case for teens having freedom because yeah. what are they doing with it they're they're mobbing they're just, up on tidy businessmen they're hurting people they're hurting people they're taking they're tripping security guards the dreamer's disease is like a kind of like a, a mania or rabies or something like that you know like you get the dreamer's disease yeah and you're prone to violent outburst and uh yeah like slaving and you get you get woken up and and then all of a sudden you're like i'm a i'm a well-to-do uh white teenager and yeah in a probably california suburb and, and oh, i'm so california yeah yeah i'm sad because 
because I maybe don't have the best car. Yeah. What a uh, colossal bunch of pieces of shit. It is. It is like a, a testament of like uh, not being aware of privilege. Oh, um, absolutely. And like, there's one black dude in this video. Oh, I didn't even see him. Yeah, he's he only has a very brief shot during <laughs> yeah. the popcorn party oh, <laughs> segment okay. where everyone. Well, you know, I don't see color. Uh, everyone's tossing corn, and like <laughs> he he gets to throw a little corn, and then that's it. You know, um, this doesn't come up very often. We don't get to do this. Okay. Uh, but what I like to do is uh, is entreat everyone who watches this video with the show to play a game that I played while watching the video, which is guess which teenage girl. What kind of game is it? <laughs> it's, it's a guessing game. Okay. <laughs> it's been so long. I'm a guessing boy and I live in a guessing land. Got riddles in my heart and enigmas in my if you want to live in wealth or stealth or fame, you play along with my simple guessing game. Guessing game. Okay, so it's a guessing game that you can play at home called Guess Which Teenage Girl the Cameraman Has a Crush On. <laughs> You may remember this uh, this game from uh, the lit video mm-hmm. that we did, and the Seven Mary Three video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any any sort of crowd scene, you'll see. Uh, there's a couple. I think I have my are guess. Real, real good ones, like the the mousy brown haired girl with the kind of the bob, like the mm-hmm. shoulder bob. Yeah, that's my guess. Okay, there's a there's a couple. She's she's there. Uh, there's the girl that does like the escalator moment. Mm, oh yeah. I think that might be like that. Alexander's girlfriend or something. Cause she's intimate and it felt very shoehorned in. Like, yeah. Like she just kind of ran up and he's just like, man, whatever. It's a new yeah. radicals video. Whatever and, you want to do is cool. And there's like a, uh, there's a, there's a few dance scene shots that are shot from above and there's like a real, like almost slow motion watching this girl, like toss her hair back and forth. Like, and then she looks up at the camera and smiles and it immediately cuts like, uh, so I think that might be an option as well, but, uh, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Greg Alexander dancing. Shall we? Okay. Yeah. Um, he's got what I would like to refer to as, uh, jellyfish limbs when he dances, uh, he just kind of slides around. He, yeah, he does a little virtual insanity <laughs> with his legs, except without like purpose. Without, yeah, without yeah, it's a, it's a real white virtual insanity. And then he uh, he throws his arms out. Mm-hmm. Like his other dance move is to throw like 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 shoot a, a web shooter. Yeah, he does that. He but, does a, a like forward shoulder shrug move. Yeah, a shoulder roll. And those three moves just kind of in various combinations yeah. are that's that's the Alexander dance. Uh, I like. I like in particular that he's wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt that they made him turn inside out. Like he showed up and he's like, "No, no, this is cool." No, yeah. And they're like, "No, you can't wear that." The, I'm sorry, the Disney Corporation called and they said that they don't want they don't want. Yeah, they, we said, "Listen, we have the new radicals." Do you? And they were like, "They were like, no, who? No." The uh, this was prior to when like that kind of shirt would just be on every target. Mm-hmm. Like he had to buy that from like a Suncoast Movies or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Suncoast video. <laughs> like, I used to. I, for him. Yeah, I used to go to the Suncoast video all the time. Oh man, I love Mall Memories. Mall Memories. I love uh, I love Suncoast video. Yeah, like because uh, it was they had a uh, crazy action figures. Like you go there. That's why I bought mm-hmm. my like. 
really ridiculously detailed uh, Simon Belmont action figure oh, sure. where his eyes were painted to be looking in two totally different directions. <laughs> so you'd put him in this really serious pose of whipping. And you yeah. would just like, oh, that like oh. you would definitely whip yourself yeah, in this situation. Like I would look like a real goof. Um, yeah, I used to buy Spawn action figures there because oh, I, yeah. I was foolish and into that at the time. No, it's okay. You loved uh, the demon. You loved, uh, there's probably a character called the demon, right? Probably. <laughs> I, I, I thought the demons all had names. Changey Gray. Ch- Changey Gray. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all those all those classic classic cut-ups from Spawn comics. There, there's, there's definitely like Azathos, Azazel, yeah. Azaziel or something like that. There's probably just like sure. lots of AZ mm-hmm. demon names. It, there was like the Infiltrator or oh, whatever. Sure. In, Invictorator. Yeah. I don't remember. The invalidator. That yeah. sounds more like this. <laughs> like that <laughs> was the, the spawn comic I Man, read. Spawn. Um the uh so so they've uh, they had their popcorn party. Yeah. They've put a bunch of business people in cages, which like we, we I talked about this while we were watching this. Uh I could get out of a kennel if you put me in a kennel. Yeah, but I think that's the kennel's the only thing keeping them alive. I think it's true. Like you're not locked out in there with you. You're locked away from me. You know, we're you're they're like they're werewolves and they're they're in there for their own safety. Yeah. 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 I think I think you're right, because uh otherwise those teens would just eat them live, which segues really well into the next like scene where uh a Maria mob Banf- a woman. Yeah, Maria Van Banford look like walks around and she's like, here's the thing. Uh you know, she's just she doesn't look happy or arrogant. Yeah, or anything. she's just a business lady. She's just a business lady. They, they converge on her in a way that if they all kind of are huddled over her, if they pulled back and there was just a skeleton with like bits of meat hanging from it, I would not be surprised. I know. I know. Uh, but instead, she's wearing a uniform that when they do this, there's no context whatsoever. No, They're they just, just like, change... oh, you changed her into some sort oh, of Oh, you weird... forcibly took off this woman's clothing. Okay, yeah. you radicals. And changed it into something weird. Yeah, yeah, you just put her in a green suit. Yeah, why like, it looks like kind of like a Girl Scout, like yeah. a true Beverly Hills kind of thing. Uh, and then they force her to work at like a hot dog stand. Yes. And this is like the one of the in a video full of moments of emotional violence. Like this yeah. is perhaps the most violent thing that happens. It's yeah, it's pretty bad um, because it, it it's it's supposed to be this role reversal where like teenagers are tired of getting yelled at at mall when they work at the mall by rich people. None of those teens are at work, and, and except for one, I guess. It's so like I mean I've worked at a mall and it's the worst to begin with, but then uh, it's not like the rich people or the teenagers are worse than the other. Like they're yeah. both bad. No, they're both bad, and it's also like th- this punishment does not fit the crime. Right. Like I've worked a service thing. I like I worked my first like W two style job was a, a Taco Bell. Mm. Every once in a while you get somebody who's an asshole. It was one person out of like. 50 yeah you know would be an asshole most of the time it's just boring and tedious and the part of the job that sucks is from your boss yeah it's not from the customers Mm -hmm. you know it's your boss being like hey you need to get out of here faster hey we're gonna weigh this burrito and make sure you didn't put too much cheese on it you know like shit like that yeah um so they make her like make them food but they don't want food they just want to like yell at her yeah. Uh, scream things at her and throw things at her. Yeah. And it, it, that's again where I feel like the message of the song and what's happening in the video are very incongruous. Like, like Alexander, Gregory Alexander is there like singing this kind of like happy, like when your world falls apart, I'll be right there. You yeah. know, like touching your butt, whatever yeah. he sings. <laughs> and, uh, and like, don't fart. there's this oh. kid right next to him in what, like, like a, like an old school soda jerk outfit <laughs> where he's like got a, he's got a black bow tie and a white 
shirt and I imagine he had that paper hat. I he didn't yeah. have it, but I imagine. And he's like screaming and his face is pink and he's just like Aah! he's the reddest person. And he's he's saying like just terrible stuff uh cuz you can read his lips. Um and it does not fit whatsoever. And he's just screaming at this lady about and it. And Alexander looks over to that kid and kind of smiles at him. Like, yeah. that was direction. It wasn't like one guy decided to go rogue. He was just like, hey, since you used to be the fast food guy in the story, yeah. be extra mad. But that's what I'm worried about because... <laughs> worried? I guess not worried. <laughs> Brayton, it's okay, I swear. I'm freaking out. Well, <laughs> I bet you it's okay. I have it's almost my, 20 years yeah, ago. I have my... Um, my theory, my headcanon theory that comes with it, because like in later scenes, he's much ha- happier and smilier and yeah. kind of bopping around. And I wonder if someone was like, dude, calm the fuck down. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, like the new Radicals guy was like, dude, you're awesome. And then, uh, you know, the same guy, his handler. Yeah. Who, uh, boy, what a nightmare job. Uh, you, you, you come Having over there. Having to direct a like, bunch of teenagers? I can't even imagine. Well, no, just direct the be Alexander's handler. Oh, sure. Like just him. Like you walk around with that guy and he's yeah. just, you know. Like sitting around, it's like I just wrote this lyric on a napkin. Transcribe it for me, boss. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, go to fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so I can imagine the handler being like, "Listen, yeah. this is still just an extra. This paper is sharp. Don't huck it at her head that hard." Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're gonna give her a paper head or hit her in the eye. Yeah, I mean, that could be. I could maybe Alexander is just pretending to be happy because he's afraid that the teenagers will turn on him. And he's like, they're gonna this see, is my bread and butter. They're going to see the glowing gem on his palm that shows his actual age. Because <laughs> it's Logan's goddamn run in there. Yeah. Uh, Logan's radicals. Yeah, Logan's radicals. <laughs> um, so so this happens, and it just I feel for this woman so much. Because yeah. she's, like, she's like crying. Like, she she's does like not so look upset. happy. And she's yeah. trying to apologize and be like, she's not... She's, honestly doing the best you can with like 50 teenagers yeah. climbing around this booth i've never been to this mall i just needed to go to go to sephora to get my daughter something yeah. you know i just i forgot about my i've never met you before birthday. yeah I, i'm just trying to find a bakugan ugh. where's a bakugan somebody invent a bakugan and like <laughs> and that's uh you know uh she's a real bakugan girl and the um you know so i feel bad for her and then we get to like the climax yeah of the song which uh we have to do a little segment here uh Wikipedia said it best. Okay. Wikipedia. 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 Wikipedia said it, said it, said it best. So everyone knows we we're going to talk about this, right? Yeah, yeah. The breakdown. He knows the breakdown. Wikipedia said it best: a subset of the breakdown. Breakdown. Um, <laughs> here comes the breakdown. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so here on Wikipedia, much of the attention you get, what you give, receives centered on the closing lyrics, which uh, we all know these, but I'm going to read them out loud because they're pretty ludicrous. Oh, please. <laughs> um, health insurance ripoff, lion. FDA big bankers buying. Fake computer crashes, dining. I think it's probably dying in real life. Yeah. Uh, cloning while they're multiplying. Fashion shoots with Beck and Hanson. Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. You're all fakes. Run to your mansions. Come around. We'll kick your ass in. Uh, one, we'll kick your ass in is not I think a, it's uh, asses. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I think, but I just kick your ass in. I like a lot yeah. as, a, as a thing. <laughs> just so give it a nice old dent. Here, here's, here's fact of the show. Here's, here's, uh, I, Okay. According to Alexander, and this is the guy who wrote this, uh, he'd written this section of the song as a test 
to see whether the media would focus on the important political issues of the first few lines or the petty celebrity dissing. As suspected, a considerable amount of press began to appear about the name dropping and the other political issues were largely ignored. Of course. Fuck you, Alexander. What, also, did he, what do you mean, largely large, What did he think was going to happen? Well, I mean, <laughs> here's one of those things where it's like, do you think he would have made that big break if he didn't diss some celebrities? Yeah, I don't, I don't like so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he would have died in the gutter. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm drinking rain water out of my bucket hat. It works both ways. How about that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Travel through time, invest in stocks. It's a double bucket head. It's what I got. I, I um, was just going to try to sing the other new radical song, but I couldn't remember how it goes. Someday we'll know the love of the mountain. Uh, I don't remember the rest of it. So he's like, the media ignored the first part of the song. What were they going to do? Uh, like, they're going to be like, you know what? We do oppress teenagers. The, these new radicals have a lot of good points about how uh, FDA big bankers buying and computer crashes, crashes are all fake. Yeah. So what what can we do about it? These guys are really going to change America. I think I think he really meant the verses, not the not the rap part. The verses. The well, it this this the, says the in the interview. Oh. It says uh, the the first few lines. Okay. Um, so I don't know if it is actually. So it could be the actual song. Okay. The actual song. What did he think was going to happen? Uh, All, everything I said still stands up. Yeah. Like there's no actionable criticism inside yeah. this song. Like there's no solutions. New radicals. <laughs> Um, and then that the way he delivers that will kick your asses line is like yeah. is legendary. That will stick with me until I die. Yeah, and he uh, like in the video, I feel like it's done perfectly. Yeah, like he's got a real dumb grin on his face, and he does a kind of like half shimmy fake punch like dance move. Yep, and it's about exactly how it's supposed a to be. Little rope of dope. Uh, <laughs> rope <of> dope. <laughs> <laughs> it is a. Uh, just there's nothing there's it's so not threatening yeah kick your asses like yeah. i'm not making fun of I, I don't want to make it sound on anybody's level that i'm making fun of somebody for having an effeminate voice yeah it is just a real wimpy voice it is a yeah and what is his he's a pop star mm-hmm. like what is your point like hey I'm a mid-level. It's exactly it's exactly his upbringing, yeah. where he's like a middle-class guy mm-hmm. and doesn't like people who are upper middle-class. Yeah. He is a middle-class pop star and yeah. doesn't like super pop stars. Like, the gradation is not there. Yeah, and it's it's strange to me, and I don't, you know, remember exactly what happened during this period of time in pop music exactly, but uh, I get Marilyn Manson, like, because he's a character. Oh, yeah. You know, want to call him as a fake? Sure. Like, all right. I mean, I think yeah. he's like he knows. He's, yeah, it's, it's a character. It's, it's and he, he like wrote a book about it. Yeah. Um, uh, Courtney Love is kind of all right. We'll just skip that. But like Hanson's just a boy. They're just group a pop band. Just being a pop band. Like and they Beck were never is a very else. respectable. Yeah, like, Beck isn't really for me, but Beck is not a fake. Like nobody has yeah. ever thought Beck is fake. And um, yeah, unless he's his first three albums are unlistenable folk garbage. <laughs> He's not fake. That's not his first three albums. Well, he's got his before. That's like his last three albums. Well, no, both. Like his (laughs) albums before his breakout were like just weird diddling on an acoustic guitar that like. Before Mellow Gold. Yeah, before before, uh, Where It's At came out. Yeah. Um, uh, Or Loser, rather. Yeah. Uh, So, um, yeah, it is is really off base. And even the Courtney Love stuff is, you know, reeks of like, there's this weird like urge. just like, oh, Courtney Love never wrote anything. I don't. Mm. fucking know that like i don't uh you know i don't know that is kind of gross and sexist 
in general. So yeah. really, he could have just been like Marilyn Manson, Marilyn, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I think he needed something that rhymed it, uh, rhymed with, with Marilyn Manson and then and Mansion Manson. and yeah. Assin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like Hanson, Hanson. Yeah. Words. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It is a misguided verse. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand the connection. I, I guess the idea is like, oh, after Mbop, you made so much money. You there's no way you can relate to a normal human now. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think that's true. They and seem like real down to earth sweethearts. The, the, the Hanson guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're they're fine. <laughs> like, I mean, I like people who hated like hated them for Mbop are crazy because it's like I don't want to listen to Mbop, but it's also like. It, it's like getting mad. At, it's like when people get really mad at Minecraft YouTubers. Yeah. Like you don't get super mad at PewDiePie. It's not for you. Yeah. It's for, it's for 12 year olds. Yeah. You know, it's like the, that's what Mbop was. Yeah. It's not for you. It's for like, you know, and I knew tons of girls who were like way into it because it was like cute boy, teeny boy band. Yeah. Great. Nothing. Why does that bother you? Um, Yeah. These guys. And, and just the idea of like, they were not like a small band, mm-hmm. you know, like to just be like. There's a that throwing throwing rocks. They're just yeah. like I don't like the slightly bigger, slightly bigger band, to me. Yeah, it's not like you, they were talking about like the Beatles and U two. Like they're all forget it. Who, yeah, who was the the biggest pop band in in the 1990s? Like the Backstreet Boys. Well, like maybe the Backstreet Boys. Well, here's here's a time. possibly one of the biggest bands in the world at the time was U two. Yeah, where. In a Time Magazine interview, U2 lead guitarist The Edge is quoted as saying, you get what you give is the song he is most jealous of. I really want to read that whole interview just for the context. <laughs> I have I have no idea what the context would be other like a, than, uh, oh, and, and two, man, in 2014 compilation artist choice, Joni Mitchell praises you get what you give for rising from the swamp of Mick Music like a flower of hope. Yeah, yeah. What is happening? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it, it talks it basically is about corporations ruling um ruling the airwaves right that's kind of a thread in that song it's just so what is what is it about this that appeals to i don't know Joni mitchell like and and like the edge i mean do what say what you will about you too you know but like Joni mitchell that's serious yeah you know this is very funny and i like to think he's making a joke because he has a good sense of humor in 2006 ice t was asked on late night with conan o'brien uh, what he's heard besides rap music of late in the last few years that really grabbed him. And his only reply was, you get what you give, <laughs> which is, that's very funny. Ice-T said it best. Ice-T, uh, consummate Ice-T man. Uh, can I tell you an Ice-T story? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so this will be- uh, Is it tea time? Uh, yeah, tea time. No, uh, we're not making another segment. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're getting sick we're of making did stings. like three more segments in this already. Um, no, <laughs> and we'll never use it again. <laughs> uh, no, this will be, you know, just a... Uh, we can just talk without yeah. being a segment. We're not um, dependent on it. Uh, so back when I lived in Illinois, I was dating somebody. We went to a King County Cougars game, which is, you know, King County Cougars were the, like, premier AAA baseball team <laughs> in the <laughs> Chicago suburbs. Yes. There were a couple AAA or AA baseball teams, like the... I don't know, like Palatine Flyers or whatever they were, uh, <laughs> yeah. who went super bankrupt. They like owed yeah. people like a million dollars. It was ridiculous. Anyway, uh, so the thing I love about AAA baseball games and uh, minor league baseball in general is that like they have to work extra hard to make sure that you don't leave like or that you'll come back. I <laughs> sure. guess is really what it is. So every time there's a break in a baseball game, 
they did something like it was like either it was an announcement or it was something on the like the led screen or uh they had a parade or they shot t-shirts or like a thing happened and if you you know ever watched a baseball game you know that there's a break every four seconds <laughs> like, <laughs> like and so there was a thing that happened and one of the things that kept coming up and i have yet to figure out why i also didn't do a lot of research but was Ice T would be on the LED and he would just be like, King Kyle Kuga's fans, make some noise. And I was oh, like, that's why? so good. Why are you here? <laughs> that's so good. I love like, that. It's just like, it was the weirdest. Like, if it was a baseball player, if it was a local celebrity, it would have made sense. But like, it was neither. And I don't know what his connection is, if he owned part of it or like, they just, they, they were like, <laughs> They went to an agent and said, we need like a celebrity. We're willing to pay this amount of money. And like, who's in this tier? Who will will record 20 seconds of video for us? And they're like, no, no, we don't want the guy who played Richard Belding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I I genuinely really like Ice-T. Yeah, no, I like him too. It just, I blew my mind. This kind of stuff is part of why I like him too. And if, if you ever like cornered him in an interview... And asked about this, he would have a good sense of humor about it. Oh, I'm sure. I feel like he's he's good about that stuff. You know, he he wrote the like a lot of the raps for the Mr. T like respect your mom and like yeah yeah, yeah. video right yeah amazing which which is real good uh, Mr. T's commandments uh, that album which I I used to own on cassette tape and uh, he's got a series of commandments goes goes written by Ice T that's really fantastic Mr. T's commandments believe it because every word is true. <laughs> Mr. T's commandments. I could talk all day, but the rest is up to you. <laughs> oh, Mr. T. Um. Anyway, so that, that's really the new radicals. It just kind of ends. Yeah. It fades out in the middle of a it's, verse. Yeah, it is. A, it fades out. It's a good fade out because that course has been going on for the last three minutes. <laughs> it fades out. It's a good fade out because the song is over, yeah. and I no longer have to look at Alexander, <laughs> the piece of shit. Um, the uh, uh, I dislike this man. Yeah. Um, are so, you? We're not going to call him out and tell him to come around so that we can kick his ass in. Because uh, I really, I just don't have that kind of energy. I don't want to fight anyway, especially now when it's like, I mean, he's like a forty-five-year-old man. Like I don't need to. To fight him now, yeah. um, I don't. I don't want to fight him. Maybe he's like real soldier of fortune too. Like some forty-five year olds are. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to get in with that. Um, but yeah, I don't want to fight him. I just I, want him to go back in time and use his double bucket hat yeah. to shut the fuck up. I imagine there's like he had a real arc in his career where they were playing stadiums, and then they went down to playing smaller venues, and then now they're, they're like doing fair. kind of fairs. Yeah. And like there's a guy who recognizes him when he's like walking around, and they're just like kick your ass, and he's just real <laughs> tired of hearing it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I good. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, you may think you've learned a lot. We've learned a lot in this episode. We did. Uh, you may think that the fun is over. You may think that uh, you've seen everything there is to see. However, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because every episode of Teenager Bags ends with a poem about an onion. Brayton, uh, do you have the dreamers to see? <laughs> Gary, this poem, uh, I almost like put a message out on the Slack channel, uh, which you could access if you have Patreon. If, if you've uh, if you if you've two donated bucks two bucks a month through the Patreon, you'd have access to our Slack channel where there's lots of in jokes and secrets and all sorts of other things. Um, but I almost posted something about how this is the dumbest thing I think I've ever written. <laughs> so buckle up. I, that's my favorite. All right. 
It is uh, does not have a title. White or yellow, north or south, I cannot tell the difference when they are in my mouth. Red or purple, loose or stuck, I cannot tell the difference when we fuck. Scallion or pearl, 16 ounces or a pound, I dare say there is no difference that can be found. We are all cut from the very same skin, whether your Vidalia leaks or your bed squeaks. It's your Cipollini uh, that I want to walla walla in. <laughs> the thirstiest poem you've ever done, Brayden. <laughs> you <laughs> thirstiest the uh, <laughs> i i was uh talking about it in reference to the um uh the fallout uh sketch that comes out tomorrow as the time people are listening to this mm-hmm. um and my my highest thing that i ever want anyone to do when i make a joke is to go gary no <laughs> and that, that's a real like that's what you were fishing for in the slack it's just the brain no because <laughs> uh, that's that means you've, you've struck gold yeah um Anywho, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, it, that Patreon address is patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. Mm-hmm. Um, ratings, reviews on iTunes help. It's been a while since we've had one. Yeah, tell your friends. Yeah, please tell your friends. Uh, tweet it, blog it, and subscribe. Hug all. your neighbor. Yeah, makes uh, yeah hug your neighbor. Um, Just for fun. Yeah. And uh, in 2016, we vow to have a better sign-off. Better sign-off.